What's up, faders? Welcome to yet another episode of Guy Fader Japan. I'm Johnny. And I'm Tom Tom Tokyo. That's right, faders. And Guy Fader Japan is about two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. And this is episode number 349. Faders, you know what to do for episode 350. Keep on sending us questions and all that jazz, and you're going to be a part of the raffle. Which will be awesome, by the way. I can't wait to fucking do it. Oh my god. Me too. It's going to be great. It'll be fucking dope. It'll be sick. But one week away, so. Yes. Uh, Tom, what's going in the box this week? Oh, uh, stickers. Stickers. Here, here's the problem with this. This when, when, when me and Johnny discussed this, it seemed like a really good idea. Yeah, dude, we'll make a raffle. It'd be awesome. Like, you know, like they can get like really cool Japanese stuff they can't find in any mm-hmm. other country. It'd be really weird, original, and wacky, and, you know, very quote-unquote Japanese. Yeah. But, like, the thing was, like, after about five or six, we're like, ooh, I don't know what to put in the box. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> yeah. And, and then... And then it occurred to me, I was rooting around my room, and then I saw, like, all the, the stickers we have left over, and I'm like, why did we not fucking put those in there to begin with? It seemed like the obvious stupid choice, along with the t-shirt as well. Yeah, t-shirts are definitely in there. I mean, faders, we got kind of, like, like dire, because Tom, like, last week, he was going through his t-shirts trying to find something. I was like, dude, Your fucking hey. official, like, limited edition fucking Nintendo t-shirts. Don't tell me fucking people wouldn't, like, want those. And so, someone, Would like, you I'm, really want to wear Tom's old shirts? No, I, some they, of them are brand new and have the tags on them. I didn't worn them yet. I don't know about that, but, uh, yeah. Why, I mean, would I, why would I fucking wear a shirt with a fucking tag on it? It's got the, still got the tag on it. I can fucking show you the receipt, motherfucker. I still got that, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I wouldn't trust them, but I mean, yeah. Then again, maybe people think I'm sexy. They want to smell a little bit of Tom Tom. Tom, you know, most of our listeners are, are guys. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> I, I don't Hey, Ken, would you like to smell like this guy? No. No, there you go, right? <laughs> Come on, man. I'm big and sexy. <laughs> Big and sexy, big and sexy, nasty, uh, Vader's. Uh, and we are here today on this very special episode with a very special person, Ken. Ken, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you for inviting me. Oh man, no, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Um, so Ken, you are like one of the leading English-speaking Japanese stand-up comedians in Japan. I think so. I think so. <laughs> I think so. I do hope... you think or do you know? <laughs> I hope so. You hope so. Hmm. <laughs> All right, man. Well, he's, he's, he's very modest. It's a very Japanese quality. Uh-huh. No, it's great. It's great. So how long have you been doing comedy in um, English and in Japanese? Or uh, how, about, how long have you been doing comedy together? And then how long have you been doing it in English? No, actually, I don't do comedy in Japanese. You don't do it in Japanese? No, at all? Only English. Why not? Oh, damn. Isn't that like 10 times harder? Like, no, even 100 times harder? No, because I'm not funny in Japanese. You're not funny in Japanese? Or maybe the realist is like, man, fuck those Japanese people. I want to cruise with foreigners. <laughs> I don't know. So, so you're not funny in Japanese. Why, why no. is that? I don't know. Actually, I, I tried to stand up only a few times in mm-hmm. Japanese, mm-hmm. but I learned I wasn't funny at all. You weren't funny at all? No. Oh, man. Wait, who is your audience? Was it like foreigners that couldn't speak Japanese? No, they are Japanese. Oh, they're... Okay. So, at that time, I decided I would perform only in English. Mm. Oh, really? Oh, man. Well, whatever works. I might have an answer to this. Like, one of my friends, like, from University Takashi was one of the first, like, Japanese people that I got, like, not just met, just was, like, became close friends with. And it was years later when we were hanging out in Tokyo. Like, one time we were just sitting in the bar and we were having, like, conversations. gotten, like, some really deep stuff. 
And he goes, you know, he's telling me in English, he goes, you know, it's really weird, but it's like when I speak English, I feel I become a different person. So is that maybe? Maybe. Maybe, because so. like it's a cult, it's, it's not just a language thing after a certain point, it's a cultural thing. Yeah. So, so you, when you speak English, you're like a different comedian. Yes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Take, takes one mask off, puts on another. Uh, yes, especially when I'm on the stage. Uh huh. I could be someone else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you ever done that where you're somebody else where you change your name or something? No, no, no. Oh, I mean that my personality changed. Oh, uh, no. I mean, I mean that. Uh... That's interesting. He's wearing a different mask. He becomes uh, a different uh, persona. Uh, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Are you a superhero? Do you have a secret identity? By day, he's a mild-mannered salaryman. But at night, mm-hmm. he becomes something else. Yeah, you're like Batman. Yeah. Yes. It's totally Batman. With the, with the, yes, without changing clothes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. That's great. So so how long have you been doing comedy altogether? About uh, maybe 16 or 17 years. Jesus, That's man. That's a fucking long time, long dude. Long time. Yeah. 17 yeah. years, dude. Man, you look young too. You've got a baby face, man. I mean, sixteen. You're like, were you like like a child? No. He's, he's, your parents need money. He's Japanese, man. They all yeah. look fucking young. Come on. That's racist. But it's not fucking racist. It's fucking God's honest truth. I always look young. No, but he yeah. looks young. Yeah. yeah like I know, young. dude. Like that. O- only looks. I mean. Yeah. Uh, only yeah. looks. <laughs> but in the inside, I'm mature. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, I mean, what got you interested in comedy? Are you from Osaka? There's a lot of comedians from Osaka. No, I'm from the Gifu. It's oh, the Gifu. middle of ah, Japan. Gifu. We don't have any culture about comedy. Oh, there. yeah, it's a very dry place there. Mm, yeah, ah, was it a like, very factory working culture? All farmers? Oh, that's right, that's right. Oh, and uh, the, the thing I know about Gifu was Initial D, the, the manga, comic books about, manga comic book series about street racing. I know that's from Gifu. Oh, yes. Yeah, that's... About all I know. And I they, think I maybe cruised through there on the train. And they, pretty good. Ki, Kimi no Nawa, your name, the movie. I don't, I don't know. Oh, man. It's, sorry, sorry, man. I apologize. Oh. We're very <laughs> Tokyo centric. It's not <laughs> popped up on my radar. Ah, it's okay. Yeah. So, so you're from Gifu, and uh, how did you get interested in comedy? I actually. Well, oh, okay. Yeah. Go, go ahead. The question. Yeah, but yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. It's okay. Oh yeah. Yeah, you so, can answer. Don't listen to him. Oh yes. And, uh, <laughs> when I was a kid, yeah, I was interested in the Japanese comedy, uh-huh. like a manzai, manzai or yeah. konto. Uh-huh. But when I became teenagers, I became interested in the American culture, uh-huh. not about comedy, uh-huh. but uh, uh, my interest in about um, the United America and the comedy get together, uh-huh. and uh-huh. I, I became interested in the comedy in the states. Cool, man. Like uh, Eddie Murphy. Eddie. Something uh, like that. And so, so it was like a trigger for you. Uh, yes. You saw something one day and you're just like, that's cool. My life has been transformed. So I decided to do comedy in the States. Awesome. A long time ago. Have you ever performed in the United States? Yes. Actually, I started comedy in the States, in Los Angeles. Oh, uh, shit. Were, were wow. you in university or... Yeah, I was yeah. a college student. Okay, awesome. How did you get started? Like, like, what was like the thing? Like, actually, I don't know. Uh, I, oh, I was looking for some comedy clubs mm-hmm. for open mic spot. Mm-hmm. Then I just there, yeah, I just go there. Really? Yeah. Oh man, that's great. Did you kill? Uh, fortunately. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. 
Oh man, how was the how was the comedy scene back then? Were there a lot of international people, or was it easy? Because right now there's like so many stand-up comedians. Is it's a boom right now in Los Angeles. Yeah, I I Isn't know. Los Angeles always been like that. It's like the focal point for all any and all entertainment, though. Kinda. New York is really big too. Yeah. But course. when I performed in the in New uh, Los Angeles uh-huh. in the nineties, uh-huh. there were few Asian comedians uh-huh. and the baby one or two Japanese comedians, including no, me, at that really? time. Yeah. Wow. So it was like, fuck yeah, niche market, I'm special. <laughs> wow. It was a lot of your comedy just about like coming to America and like the difference between like, like chopsticks and like, like forks and knives and stuff? Or was it like you're talking about stuff like that? Or were you political? Or were you talking about like cultural? Or uh, I talked uh, everything. About everything? As you said, mm-hmm. I got chopsticks, uh, mm-hmm. Japanese food, and the... Uh, Racism in Los Angeles. Mm. Racism in Los Angeles. Yeah, white people, black people, Asian, Latinos, mm. something oh, like that. That's right after the riots. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. man. Actually, let's let's uh, tell us more. Actually, I let's was, go down this road a little bit. Like this sounds kind of interesting. Actually, I was scared of audiences <laughs> um, when I talked about that stuff. Uh-huh. Yeah, but, yeah, uh huh. Yeah, but you fucking white people. <laughs> something like that. <laughs> Oh, that's great. That's really cool. So, was there ever a moment when you're on stage when you kind of, like, maybe feared for your life someone's just going to grab, you know, grab a beer bottle, you know, break it open and just rush the stage or grab a bar stool and run at you? And you're like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) Yeah, I thought so. You thought so? But what happened? But I thought uh, I wouldn't be funny if I didn't talk about that stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What happened? I don't know. Actually... Uh, uh, in spite of uh, I was afraid of audience fortunately they didn't upset to my jokes <laughs> and they this is a comedy club. didn't hit me so yeah. wow that's great like <clears throat> so you're really nervous when you go on stage in the states and, and I don't blame you like using your own native language and going on stage it's got to be super like nerve wracking mm-hmm. you know for some people but to do it in a different language it's got to be ten times more difficult you know what, what did you do? Did you like drink? Like drink like a six pack or something before you went up or? You know, I, I didn't usually, uh, actually, I never drink alcohol. Oh, wow. Yeah. Ever? Maybe only a few times, long time ago, but uh, I didn't like alcohol. So now I haven't drink for decades. Really? So. Wow, dude. dude. You are so in the wrong place right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all surra- getting faded. <laughs> You're surrounded by beer cans. <laughs> And this shit. What is this, by the way? We got a POW here. Yeah, actually, well, yeah, actually, this is really good, interesting stuff. But before we get more into that, since you're very Japanese and we're mm-hmm. ignorant foreigners, maybe we should explain the pick of the week because it's very Japanese. This right here is our new POW, and this new POW is the most bizarre-looking bottle ever. <clears throat> can Can you describe this? Um, I, I guess I'm sorry. I don't drink alcohol, so I don't know much about uh, drinks. So it looks like a Umeshu is yep. a, uh, is a uh, plum, plum? Yeah, plum wine. A plum wine, mm-hmm. something like that. Sorry, I, usually I don't drink, so... But yeah, okay, okay. <laughs> sorry. Yeah, you don't drink alcohol, but here, here, just real quick. Look at the pictures. Yes. From the Japanese point of view, because there's some interesting pictures on here. What do you, what, what do you see? Looks... We could comment, but like, you're Japanese, this is your country, this is your territory. Tell us what's up. Yeah, but... He... It looks like an American cartoon. Really? For me. like a ba- Japanese to me. Batman, Superman. It kind of looks American. Mm. 
Yeah. So it's like basically, it's like a manga. It's like a comic manga. book. Hi. Of like a so, bottle. To me, it looks kind of hybrid style, though. Well, I guess, you know, there's some Japanese on there, but I mean, look at that. Ooh, snap, bam. Mm, That's like okay. Batman. Look, look, look at that little fellow. That, like, looks japanese Okay. One little character. Oh, actually, maybe gorillas. <laughs> kind of. I don't know. style. Anyway, it's a very unique bottle, and uh, yeah, let's You saw this and was like, must have this as POW. Absolutely. Whenever I see something interesting, I always take a photo of it. And this is definitely photo-worthy. If I can open it. There we go. Uh, <laughs> I'm getting weak in my old age. <laughs> you need me to get you a walker there, Grandpa? Yeah. There you go. It's wet. This is condensation. I... Whoa. All right. Whoa. Here we go. Okie dokie. Thank you. I'm super hungover today, by the way, Ken. <laughs> if you've heard any other show before, I'm usually like, hey, what's happening? But, dude, today I'm just so under the weather. I think at this point, like, with an 8% issue, I think that'll fix you right up. Yeah, definitely. That's why I had to cut everything off. I was like, dude, we got a POW. We got a POW. <laughs> Somebody save me. All right, here we go. Are we, gonna so, have, we need the smelling first. All right, so, yeah. Well, actually, like, he says he doesn't drink. You're, you're right to smell, Ken? Yeah, smells good. Yeah, okay, from, from the Japanese perspective, could, could you give us more details? Oh, yeah, I'll give you another snip. Mmm, smells sweet. <laughs> okay. All right, fair enough. You're cut off now! Okay, cheers. All right, cheers. Wow. That's nice, man. Ooh. Holy shit, wow. This stuff's got some punch. It's sweet. I would say that's more of a bittersweet. Yeah. It's this bittersweet. Is, this is very bittersweet. I haven't, I haven't drank Umishu in a while, but like it's very sweet, sweet, like candy sugar water. Yeah, absolutely. This is very bittersweet. Yeah, absolutely. I'm almost searching. Is there a lemon or a lime in here somewhere? Maybe. I don't know. It's very tart. Mm. I don't know. For an Umishu, I think it's pretty decent. I mean, 8%. I mean, this is not bad. I, I think this is pretty good. What's the name of this? Do you find a name here? It just says, oh. yeah. Super... It's a Supaiman. Supaiman. Ah, oh, it means bitter man. No, bitter's the guy. Sour. Uh, Supai means oh, sour. sour. Oh, yeah. sour. Sorry, fuck. I was fucked up. <laughs> Sorry, he's right. Yeah. So, Leave right. it to the native to correct me. <laughs> yes. My horrible Japanese. So Supaiman. Okay, I get it. It's a plan word. So it's like Superman, but it's Supaiman. Okay. And it's like a very, very bittersweet, like umeshu or plum wine. I think it's pretty decent. What do you think, I Tom? I think it's pretty good. I think it's quite good. And that is, like, actually probably the best pick when we have a Japanese comedian because it's a little bit of a, like, comedic effect, like, play on words. Yeah. It's probably about the best POW you could have found, I think. Yeah. So do you do any play on words in your show, like, uh, in your performance? No, I usually I don't do. You don't? No. What do you do these days? Like, what kind of stuff do you talk about? Like, topics? Just uh, anything and everything? Or? Anything and everything. Yeah? But, uh, like, uh... North Korea, oh. <laughs> like uh, China, okay. uh, oh, yeah. my favorite. Uh, okay. hold, hold on, before we get into this, we, we got to rate this, and then, then we'll move on and ask him some more interesting questions. This show is so off the, the tracks. Mm. Oh, we're always off the tracks. Okay, I'm going to give it... you drink the entire time. That's true. All right, I think I think it's pretty decent. Um, for an Umeshu, I think it's great. Um, I'm going to give it two thumbs up. Well, I'm going to thumb and a chub. Thumb and a chub? Why? Uh, um... It's nice. I'd, I'd be happy to have a glass or two, but the sourness is a little bit too much. 
Really? Yeah. When when a drink is kind of sour or kind of like sharp, you know, I just, just I just drink it slower. You know, mm. so actually, this would kind of be a, like a good starting drink. You know, mm. like if you're at like a, some kind of a party or something, they have like umeshu, mm. like like a, like a, like a lot of different sakis and shit. You know, I'd have a glass of this. Why not? You know, I I might change my opinion if say we were like at a picnic or a barbecue and like uh, we're drinking it on the rocks. It'd be mm. like that outdoor lemonade ta- taste. You know, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. You know, drinking like good homemade lemonade outside at a picnic or a barbecue or something. Mm-hmm. I might change my opinion, but for now, nah. Yeah, I'm it is kind chub. of really okay. Fair yeah, enough. It's, it's it's got that vibe for me. That is cool. No, I, yeah, I, I agree. I think this would be great for like a barbecue or a picnic. More of a picnic barbecue, dude. If I'm fucking cooking meat, I want to drink beer. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to agree with you. Yeah. But if I was at a picnic and shit, this would be good stuff. Mm. Awesome. All right, great. Punch Ken, back to you. Yes. <laughs> All right, so go ahead. So, yeah, what, what topics? Uh, give us some stuff. What's going on? So, okay, so you talk about North Korea. What kind of... Do you talk about, like, Kim Jong-un? Or do you talk about his father, his grandfather, the oh, culture? Oh, actually, everybody in everybody. that family... <laughs> Nobody's safe, huh? You just tear them all apart. This is perfect material, though, because you're Japanese. It's like, there's so much shit you can make fun of. It's cartoonishly evil. So I want to know, like, give give us a couple jokes. Can you give us a couple jokes or bits? or uh, This would be good stuff, especially from a Japanese point of view. You don't have to if you don't want to. I, uh, know. And I know, like, a lot of comedians like to hide their stuff, you know, and put it, keep it on, uh, on stage. Yeah, he doesn't want it to become public domain. No, I mean, the, uh, I, I, yeah, it's it's tough. To do mm-hmm. deliver comedy mm-hmm. out of uh, stage, so off the stage, yeah, off the stage. So what if we went in the next room and just hid, and you just pretended uh-huh. you were in front of a, like a, a huge audience? Yeah. And uh, I have to, I need to prepare for. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, yeah. Set up. yeah, no, it's all good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, we did. Uh, we didn't really do stand up, but we kind of did stand up last week after the show. Mm. Yeah. Oh, when we were when we were in the '90s bar and we were just fucking plowed. Yeah, we were really drunk and stuff. That was a lot of fun, though. And uh, one of our one of the guests from the uh, last week's show and stuff, he was like talking about how he's always wanted to do stand up comedy. We're like, well, dude, you can do stand up comedy at this place. And he's like, how? And I'm like, all right, we'll just stand in front of the table and shit. Nobody was there. It was like fucking like six o'clock or something. Us. Yeah, it was just us three. We're getting so plowed. Yeah, getting wasted. So we're just going around in circles doing like telling jokes and shit. Like, you know, kind of like, you know, on stage and stuff. But um, yeah, we completely sucked. Like yeah, if anybody I, was there, we would have bombed. Like, yeah. I mean, bottles I don't, I don't, I don't think any of us were good because there's three guys that was, I was completely unprepared for it. And I, I've done a little bit. And like, yeah, I just kind of threw you through the loop. Go, hoo, 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 hoo. But like, you've I'm, done comedy before, Tom. Yeah. Like, I mean, like, well, you do like stories, right? Yeah. Which stories do you tell? Yeah, but see, the, the thing is, like, the reason I wasn't telling a lot of stories is, like, most of the stories I would tell in front of a crowd, you've already heard. Yeah. Probably, some, in some cases, probably multiple times. Yeah. So, I didn't want to do those. I was like, oh, okay, new material. Oh, maybe we could tell the story, but, oh, fuck, I'm bombed. You know, you, you know when, you're just, when you're drunk, you're, you know, it's being on that, uh, how do you say, that uh, old-timey ship, like the Mayflower, where it's rocking back and forth in the sea storm, and, like, your brains are kind of rocking like jelly. I like, uh, I, I understand what you're saying, but I have never used that reference. You know, like when you're on the Mayflower. <laughs> you know when you're like on the Mayflower and there's a bad sea storm that hits and your brain's going... Oh, man. Hey, yeah. Captain, steady the rigs. Steady the main course. Oh, sails down, sails up. Yeah, it was kind of one of those things. There's so many like conflicting messages jumping in my brain going, oh, I just fucking talk about shit. 
Yeah, yeah. The end of the night was pretty weird too. Yeah, it so, was. It was a weird night. But I told you that place was awesome. It was a good '90s bar. It was very good. It was very '90s. It, it was, was actually it was great to be honest. Good music, good people. But uh, but yeah. Anyway, Ken, back to you. Yes. So any jo- yeah? Can can you give us like you know like maybe like shorter jokes like one or two liners like. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> you gotta get like, so how about those North Koreans, man? Uh, please come to my show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. All right, in that, in that case, in that case, like, uh, if people are interested in your work, like, where can they see you? Like, you know, where are you performing? You want to give, like, you know, oh, I'm, you know, I'm performing at this place or wherever. Yeah, a lot of people that listen to the show live in Japan, but also there's a lot of people that are that listen to the show who are very interested in Japan or who are coming to Japan. Yes. So if you talk about like like when or when you perform or where you perform and stuff, you could get a lot of faders coming to your shows. Okay, yeah. thank you. Um, I perform about maybe three or four times a month mm-hmm. uh, in different locations. Yeah, one is uh, in Chiba. Wow. Yeah. And uh, the place called uh, Andaba. The one is uh, in Asakusa. The place is called uh, uh, Smilba. The one is called uh, Nakano. The place is called. Uh, uh, I forgot, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah, I forgot, uh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like a really inter- interesting place. I'm going to go to this place called I Forgot, sorry. <laughs> sorry. Actually, that's a great name for a bar. Uh, Actually, it kind of is, especially in Japan. Japanese yeah. would love that because they'd be like, "I understood that English." <laughs> I forgot. <laughs> Don't do you think the Japanese just like love that when it's like simple English? They're like, "I can understand that." <laughs> yeah. But, but do you have like a, a web page or exactly? Oh uh, yes, I have a web page. Oh okay. Please then uh, post it in the link below. Uh, yes, go ahead. Um, I'm always posting uh, my schedule mm-hmm. on my homepage. Uh, please search. In the name of uh, Ken Suzuki stand up comedy. So, yeah, so just Google Ken Suzuki. S U Suzu S U Z U K I. Come on, even foreigners know how to spell yeah, Suzuki. Ken, it's like, Ken, the, like the fucking car. Yes. Well, Ken, I, th- I think they know how to spell Ken. Okay, you live in Japan, you know how to spell this, but other people that don't, you know. Suzuki cars, people know this. But yeah, there's different, like, my last name, like, there's like five different ways on how to spell it. Yo, what's up, Faders? Got Faded Japan has got a new sponsor. Our new sponsor is Gamuso Bar, located in Asagaya, Tokyo. If you're kicking it in Tokyo and you want to get your groove on, get your fade on, you better get your ass down to Gamuso. Gamuso is located in Asagaya. It's about 11 minutes from Shinjuku Station on the Chuo Line. Gamuso has weekly bands, weekly performances. And hell, if you got your own event and you want to hold it at Gamuso, we'd love to host you. So contact Gamuso at www.gamuso.com That's www.gamuso.com That's right, Gamuso has not only beers in the bottle, but beers on tap. We've got every drink you want, so come on down to Gamuso. Gamuso, and if I'm working, tip me. Hey, yo, what's up, baiters? Johnny here. You know I love booze and news, but I also love art. So come on down to thespiltink.com and check my art out. I've got tons of stuff there for you to check out. I've got paintings, I've got prints, I've got videos. And I tell you what, if you like a painting, I can probably sell it to you. And I tell you what, 
If I can't sell you that painting, I will definitely sell you a print. I've got prints of all my work. Prints are about 2,000 N each, about 20 bucks, but if you buy two, you get the third one for free. So come on down to thespiltink.com. Yo, and on top of that, I'm looking for commissioned work. So if there's something that you want me to do, I can make it for you. Just check out my stuff and see if you like my style. And if you like my style, I can definitely paint you anything on canvas, paper, whatever. I've done it all. So come on down to thespiltink.com. That is T-H-E-S-P-I-L-T-I-N-K.com. Thespiltink.com. Proper. So they got the website. You can people can go to the website to check out your your comedy and stuff. Yes. So let's see. How long do you when you do stand up in Japan? Is it like usually five minutes or three minutes or ten minutes? Is there a difference between? Because in the states, isn't it usually a five minute like kind of set? Uh, yes. Um. You usually I do. Uh, fortunately, I can have ten minutes performance. Nice. Yeah. Uh, and like when you do like stand up and stuff, and you have ten minutes. Does, like, everybody have 10 minutes? Or because, like, you're, like, kind of, like, a special person, like, you know, do you get more time than other people? Uh, usually, usually we have two kinds of comedians, like uh-huh. open micers uh-huh. and the regulars. Mm-hmm. And I am fortunately one of regulars. Nice. So I can perform 10 minutes, uh, like, uh, as a, with other regular performers. Mm, that's great, dude. Mm. And... What are some of the differences between like, you know, stand-up and, and, okay, so there's Japanese stand-up comedians, right? The people that that actually speak Japanese, who are Japanese and stuff. What's the difference between them and then like the Western people performing in Japan? Uh, Is it like more hands-on for like the Japanese? Like we're like a slapstick kind of comedy? I think I know the answer, but I'll let him answer first. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, so what do you think? Uh, I think, uh, like a... Japanese comedians in Japanese, they don't usually talk about politics, mm-hmm. religion, mm-hmm. racism, or something like that. Yeah. Mm. But that's all you talk about. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see your new show, dude. <laughs> what about a couple of other things? Like, uh, what about a lot of times, a lot of the famous, it's always a comedian duo, so it's two guys. They have like a. Uh, Dub Rock. Yeah. Yeah, like how do you say they have the straight and the dumbass or whatever it's called. Mm. Yeah. It's a manzai. Manzai, yeah. yeah. So that's not really common, like for like like the English speaking comedy, but very common in Japanese mm, comedy. Yes. What are some other differences? Oh, also a lot of prop comedians as well, I think. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Do Western people in Japan do they do like props or like do they bring guitars and stuff, kind of like '90s comedy or? Like Carrot Top, or do they do more of like kind of like you know like the, the normal stand up like Jerry Seinfeld and stuff? You mean foreign comedians? Yeah. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah. They usually do like a stand up stand up comedy mm. okay. in Japan. All right, interesting. And like the foreigners that are living in Japan who do stand up, do most of them are most of them like just getting into stand up in Japan, or do they do stand up in their home countries? You know, I heard of many. Foreign comedians in Japan start start stand up comedy in Japan. In Japan, yeah. Then when they return to their home country, mm-hmm. they keep going performing. Mm. Oh wow! Mm. So they get like street credit <laughs> somehow. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really common though. Like the the comedy groups that I've been hanging out with, like this mm-hmm. is the same. Well, some some of them start up in 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 Japan, and they just like how do you say they've got like a certain like amount of experience under their belt, and they just like, like you said, they keep going. Yeah. That's not uncommon. 
Okay. And to hear them tell it, it's a lot easier to do it here because the crowd, like the crowd and the community, are a lot more friendly and a lot more forgiving. I, I guess so. Because a lot of people that go to the comedy shows here just want to have fun. They're on vacation and stuff. Yeah. yeah, that's a good question. What What is the typical audience? Is it like like people who live in Japan or people who are like learning English or is it like a lot of people who are uh, on vacation or embassy workers? Uh, yeah. Uh, as you say, there are many kind of people. Mm-hmm. As you say, like uh, uh, foreigners living in Tokyo mm-hmm. and Japanese who can speak English mm-hmm. or sometimes tourists mm-hmm. and sometimes people from embassies. Mm. Mm-hmm. What's the best kind? Ah, uh, I'm not talking anything racial. Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 like the, the, uh, like the, the ones that the ones you like so much. <laughs> He's like, well, of course, the people that are blood and like my jokes. <laughs> no, no. Um, I actually, I don't mind. I love th- them all. Everybody's the same. Oh, that's yes. a good answer. That's cool. We are the world. <laughs> I really, I want to give you a hug right now. <laughs> oh man. So okay. And can you tell us about like like the the, the comedy uh, community? There's a lot of comedians now. Like like mm. it's kind of cool to be a comedian, but mm. you've been doing it for like fucking sixteen years, mm. right? But like now, just recently, it just seems like it's like the cool thing to do, you know? Like although this is a comedy podcast, dun, 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 dun. but I don't do stand up, no, not at all. But why not, uh, man? Why? I don't know, dude. I, I'm you know I'm in a room with a microphone with some friends drinking. I'm fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> At least Why, I think so. Just, just try, dude. I I don't know, man. You know the you know, you know the Venn diagram going. Uh, what you're comfortable with, where happiness is, and like all this other bullshit. It's usually like sometimes the last place you expect it. I'm serious. Man. Well, no, I per- I perform. I do painting and shit on stage in front of people. But I know you do. But like you're comfortable with it. Like sometimes, really seriously, you'll find some really cool shit if you just get a little bit out of your comfortable comfort zone. Yeah. All right. I guess. Right. No, but the thing is, like I. I don't have any jokes, you know. I'm like a, I'm like a comedy opportunist. You know? I'll write them for you. No, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, like, like, like in a situation, I can react in like a comical way, but I just don't come up with jokes. Like in my free time, I'm usually thinking about fucking dumb shit. <laughs> Drinking beer, drinking beer, drinking beer, drinking beer. Yeah, so, but yeah, but yeah, I'm not a comedian. But what do you think about, like, the, the, the surge of co- comedians? Is it making the scene bigger and better and stronger? Or is it is it too saturated? There's too many people. What's your opinion? Uh, I, yes, as you say, I have been performing in Tokyo for 16 years. Yeah. And the recently, it's going to be big. Yes, mm. huge. In, huge in English comedy scene. Mm-hmm. There are many shows, many organizers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm glad to perform with them right now. Uh, oh, that's I, great. Don't you think like the whole country's kind of been going that way? It's been going that way for a long time. But like, uh, it was like in uh, 2020, they're gonna have the Olympics. So there has been like a push mm. to like, how do you say, make Japan more English speaking, like international, and this and that. Like even for me, like for a foreigner living here a long time, like. Mm. Just start hearing, like, English train announcements. Not recorded. Like, you know, one of the conductors goes, oh, excuse me, ladies and gentlemen. And, you know, get, it's like, huh? Because I've been here for 14 years. And just to hear it, all, you know, every, not all the time, but every once in a while, I was like, that's not supposed to happen. I'm not opposed to it, but I'm just like, that's not supposed to happen. 
I, I don't even know. Wait, are you asking a question? <laughs> no, I was just, just talking like, you know, I was talking about he's, he's happy to form, perform with like uh, more international people, but don't mm. you think Japan is becoming really, really a lot more international? Mm. Yeah. It's yeah, like, a, it's like, uh, it's like driving a car. It's just like, you know, you I just say you punch the nitrous oxide button. It's going like really quickly. Hmm. Yes. Just, yeah. a, just a yes. 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 <laughs> uh, so, um, do you feel comfortable? Of course, you feel comfortable, like uh, doing stand up for like like Western people. You know, like obviously obvious English speakers. But like, if there's like a lot of Japanese people in the crowd, are you like, fuck? <laughs> like oh no like my material is not really geared towards Japanese people or, or, or is it or is it gonna be I hope they speak English yeah like what's that like uh, I I don't mind as long as they understand my English <laughs> <laughs> oh man it, have you ever bombed because like you went on stage and everybody was Japanese and you're speaking English and you're like I also speak Japanese oh <laughs> uh, I actually I all I often bomb, mm -hmm. even in foreigners, English really? foreigners or Japanese. So I don't mind if they are Japanese or foreigners. I heard your stuff on YouTube and it was really funny. I doubt that you bomb. You're just being too nice. Well, you so <laughs> so. uh, yeah, sometimes, sometimes it happens. Mm. Well, that, that's okay. I mean, no, no, we're not going to like trash you, back. No, no, no performer is perfect, so we won't make fun of you. But like, <laughs> mm, what what is like some good reactions you got out of the crowd? Like, I guess clapping. Yeah, but other than clapping, did you have people go standing up? Did you get a standing ovation ever once for telling a joke? And you're like, yeah, fuck yeah, this guy's fucking awesome. Like, Andrew Dice claimed in, a in the 80s. <laughs> uh, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't so, know. It's uh, all right. All right. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, okay. How about this? How about this? Uh, this was the question I wanted to ask earlier. But like, earlier before, you said you're from Gifu. And yes. it's a complete, you know, countryside. It's blue and, collar. Yeah. Very, very blue collar. But, uh... So you went to LA and you you know you're a student there and you started doing some comedy. So like, what did your parents think? Were you like, hey, I'm gonna like, you know, you're, you're talking to them on the phone. Hey, I'm gonna like perform some stand up comedy. And they're like, what? Oh, what, what did you, what did your parents like have to say about that? Oh, actually, I didn't tell my parents when I was in the states. Mm -hmm. But when, ever when I came back to Japan, they learned. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Oh, of course they are surprised, but. Maybe they had no idea what the stand-up comedy was. <laughs> what about like comedians now? Who, like, uh, who are your favorite comedians, or like who's inspiring you now? Like, uh, like for example, Bill, Bill Burr, Joe Rogan. Oh, I'm sorry. Actually, when I was in the states, I followed stand-up comedians, mm -hmm. but now I don't follow recent comedians. So Ooh. you I stick mean, with the classics? Yeah, like I still I still love Eddie Murphy. Mm -hmm. uh, Jim Carrey, mm -hmm. uh, something like that. Oh, that's great though. Yeah. Those guys there's no, there's nothing wrong with like then, but like they're they're a little bit like that material thing is a little bit aged and dated. Although, like, have you seen like Eddie Murphy? Eddie Murphy's still performing stand up, but like it's, it's is he really? Yep. Eddie Murphy's still doing stand up comedy. Yeah, a little bit. He's done. He's done a little bit of shows. He's done a couple of shows. Really? I don't. I don't know if you can YouTube them, but like uh, he was on. Ah, oh, fuck! One of those late night shows. I saw a clip of it. I didn't. You don't know. I don't know. He's either. still got Holy it, but it, it's a, it's a, it's a huge depart. 
it's a huge departure of stuff like you would have said in like the 80s or 90s when he was still Eddie Murphy was fucking funny as shit in the I'm... 1970s dude, oh, dude holy shit great. Saturday Night Live dude his shows his, his, his skits were so great I we did Beverly, Beverly Hills Cop Be- well, Beverly Hills Cop was good too yeah but I mean when he did like like Buckwheat and he did like like all sorts of like, Mr. Rogers and shit hmm you guys have no idea what I'm talking about. But anyway, yeah, he was great in the fucking yeah, early like, 80s. Yeah, apparently he's apparently he's decided he's going to occasionally do comedy stuff, so he's still got it. Oh, that's good, man. Uh, Probably yeah, needs but, the but money. It, but I'm just saying, it's a huge departure, what we, what he was doing like 20 years ago, mm. for obvious reasons. Mm. Like, uh, I don't know, I don't know. Like, yeah, that one, like... Yeah, he had one bit where he's like, you know, he just basically trashes gay people. Like, hey, faggot, don't be staring at my ass. It's like, that's maybe not acceptable anymore. Well, yeah, I'm sure everybody has to update their work. Ken, how often do you update your work? It's tough. Maybe only very good one joke mm-hmm. or two jokes a month or something like that. One or two jokes so, a month. So, yeah. in other words, when motivation comes, <laughs> you're just like, you see something, you're like, ah, oh, that's got to be a joke. <laughs> Where do you get your material? Do you watch TV or do you read newspapers and stuff? If you're doing like a lot of political stuff. Right now, dude, it's got to be like a gold mine for you. Every other day, North Korea's in the news and shit, you know? North Korea or fucking like like Trump or something. Or Jesus, there's so much stuff to like pull from, huh? Uh, I listen to uh, British and uh, American news uh-huh. using a podcast. Uh-huh. Like a BBC oh, or yeah. Voice of America. They're, they're, they're not our competitors. Don't, don't feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're not going to get upset. <laughs> yeah, and don't worry. <laughs> Trust me, we, we we definitely cycle through the news as well, so it's okay. Yeah, we're not we're not serious journalists. We're just comedy podcasts. So we we let other people do the hardworking journalistic stuff, and we go, yeah, this is funny. Thanks. I wonder what their numbers are. CNN. It's got to be pretty high for a podcast. Or what yeah. are we talking about for for a podcast? Yeah. Do they do podcasts? Yeah, of no, they probably. They do. Uh, then again, yeah, they probably do. Of course, they do. Everybody does a podcast now, yeah. dude. When I started this show, like in like 2011. I had to explain to people. I was like, hey, listen to my podcast. People mm-hmm. were like, what's a podcast? I'm like, well, you just download it and you, you can listen to it. It's like, like a radio show you can download and just listen to, basically. Yeah, it was kind of stupid. Two, you know, at the time, it was two dudes getting drunk and talking shit. No, it's always been two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. Like, so, I in other words, two dudes in Japan drinking booze and talking shit. No, no. News. Basically, yeah, when I came up with the show, I came up with the tagline first. Two dudes, booze, Japan, and the news. Gonna ask, were you drunk at the time when you came up with that? Possibly. Possibly. Most likely. <laughs> Meaning most likely. Dude, I drank a six pack before we did our first episode. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, it's. Yeah, it's, that, that, that I was sounds very about nervous. Right. That know? sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, well, nah, now it's just a couple of beers. But yeah, but all right. So, what do you think about like the future of comedy in Japan? Do you think because like more people are coming to Japan and moving to Japan, there's more foreigners, like, or more tourists and stuff? Do you think that like comedy is just gonna. Just do- dominantly explode here. Oh, actually, like uh, until uh, twenty twenty, uh, the Tokyo Olympic, mm-hmm. the yeah, Tokyo is gonna big. Uh, how to say huge with uh, uh, many foreigners. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I have no idea after that. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but so are you kind of like you know kind of licking your chops? Oh, on, means it's now going. Nah, going yeah. Yeah, 2020. Yeah. We'll make so much bank in the Olympics. <laughs> Gonna need some uh, good English comedy. Yeah. Can you make pretty good money doing stand-up? No. No? Only a few monies. Only a little yeah. money. 
Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, because the thing is, you don't drink, right? So, mm. like, uh, at Gamuso, we gave all the... Because Gamuso's got a couple of comedy nights, as you know. Mm. And that's where you met me, right? Ah, yes. Yeah. I don't remember it, Ken. I'm sorry. Ah, it's okay. <laughs> I'm so wasted when I worked at Gamuso. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyway, like, I mean, like, the community's got free drinks, you know? But you don't drink, so... Can't you request more money? Like, you got to pay me more. I don't drink. <laughs> yeah, I don't... I, it's okay, because... Uh, I don't... Uh, it's okay with a uh, soft drink. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, yeah, he's too polite. He's too Japanese. He's <laughs> like, yeah, motherfuckers, you give me some money. <laughs> no, that's awesome. But I think, like, your career is definitely going to, like... I mean, like I said earlier, explode. Because, I mean, when the Olympics comes... Mm. Opportunity is knocking. Yeah, definitely. There's going to be so many, like, embassy parties. And just, mm. like, so many... I've got every single embassy is going to have a party, you know? I mean, that's just what happens. The Olympics comes to town and shit, mm. you know? And, uh, God, dude, you could be doing... You could just go to Shibuya and just stand up, like, on the street or something. Mm. Wow, that's pretty awesome. That's cool. That's what David Chappelle used to do in New York. It might actually not be a bad idea if you could find an unoccupied street corner and just put a hat out and just get, like, you know, a mic and a set and be like, hey, so how about this fucking country? Uh There's going to be tourists, like, walking by looking for (laughs) this and that and the other thing. And all of a sudden, English, English, holy shit. Mm, That's cool, that's cool. Yeah, so opportunity, man. Might be a very good opportunity, but like, yeah, that is three years away. But yeah, what do the other comedians usually talk about when the other comedians are on stage? What do they usually talk about? Is it just like anything and everything, or do you like a lot of comedians like kind of have a theme like, you know, I'm in Japan and I'm doing this? Do they talk about their experiences in Japan or? Uh, yes, especially like foreigners, mm-hmm. they talk about their unique experience mm-hmm. living in Japan mm-hmm. and. Uh, Talking about sex. Uh, yeah, <laughs> of course, oh, yeah. of course. Okay, okay. okay. I, I, I got to ask you about that. So what what do you think? So when you hear someone like, I say the foreign comedians come over and start talking about Japan, what do you think about their experience when, when, when they talk, well, in general? Are you like, oh, these fucking guys. Yeah, these, these fucking assholes who are like, yeah, you know, he's probably right. Or like, how's this going? But usually they, they make fan of Japanese culture people yeah. but uh, I enjoy their jokes uh, okay <laughs> okay okay so, so you're I say you're, you're thicker skinned you're like you have insulted my country and culture you're not, you're not like that but uh, it's still funny for me mm. <laughs> oh that's awesome are you okay on time oh yeah fine yeah. you're fine um, okay yeah what, what else like um, okay how about this like uh, have, you ever, have you ever taken when you're doing comedy have you ever taken like open mic questions like hey what, what, what have, you ever, have you ever taken questions? Here, let me from the translate audience? what he's have saying. You, have you ever taken like when you when you're at a comedy show? Have you ever taken questions from the audience, or have you just done your own thing and say thanks, thanks, that's my time and I'm done? Oh, ask a com- uh, during performing. Yeah, like, ask a com- uh, audience. Yeah, ask me questions. Isn't it, you... isn't it called like crowd crowding or something? Yeah, cr- or... crowd work. Crowd work. That yeah, yeah, yeah. Some, Sometimes I do. Okay, how'd that go for you? What kind of questions do you ask people? No, no, they they ask him. Oh, it's like oh, well, the depends. opposite of crowd work. No, crowd work or? means being involved with the crowd. Oh no, he's like. Does anybody have any questions about my show? He no, never said I, that. I don't, I don't no. do that. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay. No. Okay. But, but right, what what kind of questions would you ask? Like, let's say you're you're on stage and you see Tom. What kind of a question would you ask this guy? Um, if he doesn't love. Don't talk about his lack of hair. <laughs> okay. <laughs> smash this bottle over your motherfucking head. Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I just had to warn him. If he doesn't laugh at my jokes, mm-hmm. I ask, are you with me? Are you with, with me? me? 
Yeah, sure, man. I'm with you. You seem all right. I ain't got no problems with you. Oh, man. Yeah, I don't know, man. Yeah, it's, crowd work could be really easy or really bad. I mean, did you ever see, like, Kramer from Seinfeld? You know who he is, right? You yes. know Seinfeld? Yes. You know Kramer, right? Oh, is a name of a character? Yeah, the tall guy with the yeah, crazy hair. Tall, tall dude with the crazy hair who's kind of like... I think his name is Richard or something. something like that. Uh, I, I don't know about that guy, sorry. Oh, man, well, he was doing some crowd work, and he started getting really racist and started saying the N-word and stuff. No, over no, 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 no. He got fucking heckled. Oh, was he, he's getting he, he heckled? He wasn't doing crowd work. Somebody, some, like, African Americans, for whatever reason, heckled him. Uh-huh. And his response, like, this is the most, like, fucked up thing. It was like, this is in the flip phone era when not many people had him. He got videoed up. And it was some grainy, shitty, like, video, but you could still tell, tell what it was. Is. Okay, first of all, like, I don't know what, what, what happened, though. We don't know what happened before that. But, like, Smash Americans heckled him. Like, probably the comedian's in the right. Like, you know, you shouldn't fucking heckle a guy. Even if you don't like him, you should probably walk up. But, like... The video that got posted of him is not not just him standing up on stage so maybe maybe an n-word slip out it was just like him stopping and screaming the n-word over and over again yeah that, that went viral and then his crew went <laughs> so yeah he was pretty hosed okay all right so the n-word's really bad ah, i see yeah <laughs> i think yeah none of us are darker skin so yeah maybe don't say that okay 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 well, don't say it regardless yeah don't say it anyway but okay regardless okay how about this okay uh, comedy regardless okay so you were a japanese person in la for a while like you know so you probably have a lot of people come up to you oh you're japanese like you know tell me about your country you get cultural questions you people that are curious what are some what are like some of the dumb questions you've been asked um, like, uh, do you eat sushi every day? Yeah. <laughs> or... I get the same thing about McDonald's. <laughs> <sighs> so true. Yeah. How about hecklers? Like, what, what are hecklers like in Japan? Ah. Uh, I mean, are there a lot of hecklers? I mean... Yes, we have... It's a very polite society. Yeah, we have hecklers. Really? But, but uh... You I think, are a heckler. But they don't... I am not... I think when they, I'm sober. I don't think they attack Japanese comedians. Mm -hmm. They are polite to us, fortunately. But they heckle like the other like comedians, like the, the foreign comedians. Uh, yes. Have you ever been heckled? I, I did. Yeah? What did you do? What was your response? Uh, you didn't say the N-word, did you? No, I didn't. Good. But, <laughs> he has no need because he's smarter than that. Yeah, I remember. Uh, I, I, I don't remember what I said. Just I responded something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. Oh man! So what you responded? We got shut down. That was it. Yeah. Okay. But uh, the MC that night later mm -hmm. told me, "Don't be upset on the stage." Oh, you got pissed off, like yeah. you motherfuckers! <laughs> I would be too if somebody was ruining my game, man. There's one of the comedy shows I saw. I wasn't performing, but like, I'm not gonna say who, but one of the comedians just brought a friend from work, and she got drunk. She was just like, just fucking the annoying constant voice, mm -hmm. and like. Nobody shut her down. I was like, man, if I was on stage, that I would have just changed my bit. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna fucking attack you. That'd be bad. He's big. <laughs> <laughs> I meant verbally, but yes. Mm. Right. Okay. How about how about this? Like, as Jap as as a Japanese person being in LA, like I'm talking like really dumb questions. Nobody's asking you like really stupid, ignorant question. Yeah, yeah. He answered like they asked him about sushi. No, 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 no. Other than that. 
No. Because, like, I, I'm just saying, like, uh, some of my Japanese friends, like, one guy was, like, uh, so, somebody, like, asked him, like, if he, if he had, like, magical kung fu powers, and he was Japanese, and he's like, okay, dude, first of all, kung fu is from China, I'm Japanese, and see, that's fucking being racial stereotyped. Dude, I'm I... just wondering if anything weird like that happened to you. Uh, actually, unfortunately, like, uh, people in Los Angeles mm-hmm. know the many cultures mm. all yeah. over the world. Tom's from Indiana. No. Fuck you, I'm from Chicago, motherfucker. Los Angeles is different from Indiana, so... I just had to ask. You never you never know when you get... It was like, well, there was this one time when... Yeah, you've been to L.A. before, right? No. You've never been to L.A.? Dude, that's, fu- that's fucking hella far from Chicago, from where I live. That's a couple days' drive. Yeah, but you're in Tokyo now. Doesn't mean I've been to L.A. Well, I don't know. I man. mean, I know I know some people in L.A., but like, I haven't had the burning urge to go there. L.A.'s a pretty fun city. Mm. I would yeah. imagine it is. Are Sounds you, fun. Are you thinking about going back to the States or going somewhere else to do comedy? Like, I mean, it's really big globally. I mean, Australia, there's a huge scene in Sydney. Uh, let's see, of course, like London, you know, New York, oh, Los Angeles, San Francisco to a degree. Are you thinking about traveling? I mean, with your show, because you speak in English... You, the world's the limit, yeah. you know? Yeah. Have jokes, we'll travel. Uh, actually, yeah. uh, this summer, this coming summer, uh-huh. I'm going to perform in Manila. Manila? Oh, yeah, like, yeah, in the, the Philippines. Philippines. They speak English. Uh-huh. Yeah. Wow, that's great. Can you tell us about the show? Oh, actually, um, I'm going with my uh, Filipino friend mm-hmm. living in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. And nice, you're hooked up with a yeah. native. Nice. So he's taking care of my show, booking or something. So mm-hmm. I don't know about the show yet. So the uh, detail about that. Yeah. All I know is I'm going to perform in Manila. So that's and, great. And don't forget, it's gonna be awesome. Uh, yeah, it'll be great, man. That's I, really cool. I hope so. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Congratulations. And soon, maybe, maybe you'll be performing in Mexico. I I hope so. You hope so. Yeah, oh, that'd be great. In English, no. In English, no, English. no Spanish. No Spanish. <laughs> I yeah, I, Spanish man is such a fast language. You know, it'd be hard to fucking like learn that language and then you know do jokes in that language. It's, it's not necessarily about like learning language; it's about being like good enough to like tell punchy jokes and connect with like you know whole whole different people and culture. Mm. Can you tell your stories, Tom, in Japanese? Uh, some of them. So, do you do that? Have you done I, that? I do some some of them, some of the older ones that I've talked about, but like, um, it's definitely losing something because like there's certain parts they're not as nuanced and the slang and the kickers and you know you know you know what I'm saying. No, I I just, can you? So if you don't you you can't tell your stories in Japanese. I I can I can tell some of them, but they're just, they're de- they're definitely not as good because like how, how do you say like de- depending on the story I'm not, I'm not saying every every story I have is super highbrow but like some of them aren't like you know there's certain nuances there's certain jokes that you know but you know cultural and this and that like I can tell some of them I just don't think they're as funny. Okay. Uh, well, I got a lot of stories. I'm one of the storyteller guys. All right. Are there a lot of storytellers right now in Japan? I know Buck's a storyteller. Do you know Buck? Oh, is uh, uh, the guy from U.S. Base? Yeah, 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 black oh, dude. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He he's got a really good the, the ugly baby story. Have you heard that one? Um, I, I sorry. <laughs> no, I don't remember the his stuff. No, really. I don't want to give the punchline. But anyway, yeah. If you hear yeah. the ugly baby yeah. story, it's you really know, funny. In other words, it's pretty good. Yeah, it's a great one. I so, don't want to give his material. Yeah. Yeah, we don't want to be Re- stealing uh, other people's shiznit. So, not re- oh, recently the bug 
uh, started the comedy show in the U.S. base, mm -hmm. Navy mm -hmm. base, mm -hmm. and uh, sometimes I perform with him. Oh, that's him. pretty cool. Yeah. Is, it, is it a little bit of a different crowd, like the on the U.S. base? Less uh, hair. Yeah. <laughs> I would imagine uh, so, yeah. <laughs> first, I was afraid of them. <laughs> they are soldiers. Dude, if, 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 I tell one, if I say one bad thing about America, they're just going to fucking bum rush me. Yeah. But, but uh, they are very kind and polite. Mm. Oh, that's <laughs> cool, man. Wait, which, which base, though? Is a uh, Yokosuka, the Navy base. Ah, uh, Yokosuka. Yeah. That's a big base. Mm. Yeah, but the, the, they're Navy, man. They're, they're a little bit lead, laid back. You know? It's not like the fucking Marines or anything ah, like I that. See. <laughs> it was the same way with Air Force as well, like Yokota. Oh, I don't yeah, sure. they're, they're a little bit more laid back. Yeah, I'm sure your North Korea jokes would go really good there. Yeah, like, yeah fuck this place. <laughs> and they're like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> you know what I hate? They're like, what? North motherfucking Korea. Yay! And that's all you say. And that's your that's your whole set. <laughs> You're like, nailed it. <laughs> a couple months ago at one of the comedy shows in like Good Heavens Club, like some uh, she was an Iranian woman, she got on stage and like how do you how do you say it? she just like introduces like hi, my name is so and so, like I'm from Iran and blah blah and she's like, you know, fuck Donald Trump because of the whole Muslim ban because like, she her country had been banned and like it was like instantly the audience was on her side. Oh yeah, well, well, wait. Can we say that now? I, I think. Uh, do we still have like the right freedom of speech? Yes, we do. Oh, so, well, yeah, I'm seeing an empirical goddamn fucking fact, but yeah, but like, <laughs> yeah, but like, even though like her English maybe wasn't the best, she was like really kind of struggling. But it, you know, it was cool. It was like you know she said that and, like right out the back. Everyone's like, yeah, fuck yeah, fucking go. Yeah, we're not a political show, so <laughs> except when we are, <laughs> which is almost never. Oh man, well, dude, are you okay with time? Oh, hey, it's you okay. right. no problem. Yeah. Okay, what time you gotta get out of here? Six thirty? Ah, it's I, I told. Six thirty? Okay. Yeah, I told my relative I uh -huh. might be late. Okay. So uh, okay. it's okay as long as we enjoying. Oh, okay, <laughs> that's good. Yeah, I just don't yeah. want you to like miss your train or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah so it would not be good. Uh, uh, awesome, man. So let's see. I think we we pretty much nailed comedy and stuff. Well, what yeah. about like, um, let's see, anything else that you're doing? Like, are you putting together any shows or are you just being booked? How do you get booked? Like, that's a good question. If somebody comes to Japan and let's say they do a little bit of stand up in their hometown, be it wherever, Paris, London, America, wherever, and they, they come here and they want to do like an open mic night or something, or if they mm -hmm. want to like get involved in the comedy scene, how can somebody get involved in the comedy scene here? You know, actually, they first they search on the internet uh -huh. and they find uh, comedy clubs in Tokyo, mm -hmm. and they send email or something like that, mm -hmm. and they, yeah. Also, yeah. just just use our friend Google. That's yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Google's your best friend. Okay, okay, I, I got one for you. How about this? Uh, tell me the difference. Uh, what is the difference between, like, say, Japanese humor and like Western humor? There's a huge difference. I think we uh, kind of talked about that already, but. Tom wants to take a break. <laughs> All right, just in case, just in case, uh, which I'm gonna call it. Just in case you do have to leave early and stuff. What do you have a website like www.kensuzuki.com or something or uh, or do you use your Facebook? Yeah, actually, I, sorry, I don't. Uh, I don't remember my homepage address. You don't? Yeah, but could, could you could you just search in the just name Google. of Ken Suzuki Stand Up Comedy? Okay, good. Yeah. So Ken Suzuki stand-up comedy. So to find out like like when he's performing or where he's performing, uh, definitely just Google that and uh, yeah, dude, check out this guy's show, man. This guy's funny. Uh -huh. 
Thank you. Mm. All right. Here's news. There's the news? All right. There's an awful lot to go through. You got all the news. I told you about this because it's been two weeks and there were wild weeks. Wow. Jeez, look at this. Holy smokes. Oh, man. So, do you have enough time? All right. Tom literally just gave me like 80 pages. <laughs> Maybe. Right. Are you still alive now? Huh? Are you still alive now? Yeah, dude. I wouldn't. Oh, we're gonna cut it off. All right. All right, all right, all right. Faders, let's take a little break and stuff so we can like find five good there's articles. There's a lot of shit in there, dude. I, I I know. I just said that there's 80 pages, Tom. Okay, so all right, we'll take a little break and stuff, and we'll be back for us maybe 10 minutes for you. 10 seconds. Mm. Peace. Mitsuya Liquors. Yo, what's up, Faders? If you're in Asia, if you're in Japan, if you're in Tokyo, if you're in Asagaya, you better get down to Mitsuya Liquors. That's right. For the most affordable prices in Japan, you can get over 300 different kinds of beer. That's right. Over 300 different kinds of beer. And of course, they got all the shochu you need, all the sake you need. And of course, they got wine from California to Italy to France to New Zealand. They got it all. When I say they got it all, they really, seriously got it all. There's no joke about that. So get down to Mitsuya Liquors. And if you go in there and you say, got fit of Japan, you will be more than welcome to go into their back room and drink those beers that you just purchased. That's right. Got fit of Japan at Mitsuya Liquors. And three times a week, they have a sushi chef there. So get your sushi on, get your drink on, get your fade on, and come on down to Mitsuya Liquors, located comfortably in Asagaya. About five-minute walk from the station. Mitsuya Liquors. What's up, faders? Uh, we are back from a break, and uh, what a break it was. For you, 10 seconds. For us, 20 minutes. 10 hours. <laughs> I don't know. Was it 10 hours? All right, faders. And Ken left the office. Unfortunately, he is gone. Ken, you're great. And he's a fantastic comedian. So once again, if you do come to Japan, if you're in Japan, and you want to check out some comedy, Google Ken Suzuki. K-E-N-S-U-Z-U-K-I. All right. Or actually, Google Ken Suzuki comedy. So we're going to get down to the news? Yeah. Ken, yeah. Ken was an excellent person. He was very good. Absolutely. Now we're moving on to something else. Yeah, that's right. Um, so what we have here is the news. Uh, for all you new faders checking the show out, we've got the top five stories from this week. Um, counting down number five. Sakai woman arrested for allegedly setting man ablaze. A 42-year-old woman of Sakai, Osaka Prefecture, was arrested Tuesday for allegedly setting a man on fire, uh, causing him to sustain burns over his entire body, police said. Holy allegedly. Shit. Allegedly. They, they find this guy, you know, just on, literally on fire. She allegedly set him on fire. Uh, the man who is in his 40s was apparently the woman's boyfriend, remains unconscious in a hospital in critical condition. Police officials said Yoko Ono... No. Fucking <laughs> way. It was Yoko, Yoko Ono. No. <laughs> I let Yoko Ono. I knew that bitch was crazy, but come on, dude. Police officials said Yoko Ono, um, a.k.a. John Lennon's uh, ex... Uh, arrested on suspicion... <laughs> Doesn't this story just get better? It is. Uh, arrested on suspicion of attempted murder told investigators that she poured ethanol over the man because she suspected he had an affair and she wanted to disinfect his dirty body. She with fire! With, well, you know, fire kills all germs. It does. It also kills a lot of, a lot of other things like, you know, your skin. You think she, she assumed that he had AIDS and she's like, there's only one way to cure AIDS... Fire. Fire does <laughs> Quite the trick. possibly. Fire does the trick. I'm going to cleanse you. It's going to be holistic cleansing. 
Yeah, indoor voices. Okay, uh, disinfect the body. She reportedly said the man tried to light a cigarette and caught fire. Holy fuck, dude. Why would you light a cigarette if you're fucking covered with gas? Um, it, it, does he have that much balls where he's just like, you know what, bitch? I don't fucking care. I'm so casual about this. I'm just going to light a cigarette. Oh, my God. No, I, I don't know. Who knows? According to the officials, on June 19th at around 5.30 p.m., Ono allegedly tried to put the man on fire inside a car parked in the street of Sakai's Nishi Ward. The man reportedly escaped and ran into a nearby electric appliance store. He was taken to a hospital but remains unconscious and in critical condition. His identity has not been confirmed, uh, they said. I would assume he's Mr. Ono. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. At this point, why not? Oh, that's crazy. Well, faders, yeah, if you're married, don't cheat. <laughs> and if you're cheating, don't get married. I think the takeaway from this is don't stick your dick in crazy. Uh, dude, you don't know how crazy a girl is until, like, she sets you on fire. <laughs> uh, me and the crazy Billy Dancer, so many stories. Oh, indeed. Okay, well, Yoko Ono, you're but going actually, to jail. The, the guy was smart. Like, I, I gotta, you got to give props to this. I mean, the guy was set on fire. That fucking sucks. But he was smart because, like, he, where did he run? He ran to an electronic store. With all those electronics, you know they've got fire extinguishers. Extinguishers. Yeah. yeah. Extinguishers. Yo, you, the, you know, it was like, yo, man, I'm going over there. Put me out. Okay, that's cool. That's cool. Yeah, yeah, they do gotta have fire extinguishers in there and stuff. That's that's definitely true. But the thing is, you think the first thing to do is stop, drop, and roll. When you've got a crazy bitch that set you on fire. Well, I guess you'd run, but stop, drop, and roll. That's that's what you're supposed to do. Don't you remember, like from school? Yeah, and I, I understand that. I do understand that. But like, when someone has poured like you know <laughs> ethanol gas on you, like you wanna, you would how do you say like basically flammable liquid. And let you go on fire, you want to get away. Yeah. No, I, I, I agree. I do remember, like, you know, second grade, they're like, oh, if you're on fire, <coughs> stop, drop, and roll. I get that. But, like, when someone has poured the liquid on you and, like, you stopped, up, dropped, and rolled, they're not going away. Are they, you speaking from experience? Do you see any burns on my body? I don't know, man. You never wear shorts you, or anything. You are being pursued by a crazy liquid and you are, or sorry, a crazy woman and you are on fire who has poured liquid on you and set you on fire. Have you ever had to run away from a crazy girl? I'm not answering that. Okay, next story. <laughs> Obviously, yes. Of course, nobody answers. The answer is yes. Next story. Tokyo cops nab man suspected in a it's me scam. Tokyo Metropolitan Police have arrested a member of a fraud ring suspected in this swindling of nearly 100 million yen by posing as relatives of victims, reports TBS News. Okay, we're going to stop there. Like, what do you think is going on? I, you just read what's going on. So, so the... But it, it's me scam, but let, let's translate it. It's me. You know the ore ore. Yeah, ore ore. Okay, so basically what this guy does or what these people do is they, they find elderly people who are, I don't know, they have money set aside or whatever, and they call them up and they say that they're a relative, and then they say that they're in trouble, and then they need money wired to them immediately. So that these old sweet people do is they, they basically go to the, the the ATM machine or some kind of like a money transfer service, and they send them like tens of thousands of dollars sometimes to like uh, to these people's like accounts, and uh, yeah, they basically that's how they get swindled. In November, Hisato Mio, a 24-year-old resident in, of Okinawa Prefecture, is allegedly 
to have uh, fraudulently obtained 1 million yen in cash and two bank cards from a woman aged in her 80s living in Setegai Ward. The cards were used to withdraw an additional 500,000 yen from her accounts via a convenience eight, uh, store at, and an ATM. In a scam known as Ore Ore Sagi, it's me fraud, that the cash and cards were obtained after the woman was told by the person by a person pretending to be her grandson on the telephone that she, that he had lost her uh what was it he had lost a bag containing a bank check and a and a train uh, at a train station toilet and needed money. That's kind of dumb. Okay. It works. Yeah. Apparently, it worked for him. Mio, who was charged with fraud, denies the allegations, according to the Narima police station. The, sus the suspect is believed to be a member of a fraud ring that has swindled about 20 people, primarily living in the metropolis, out of about 90 million yen since last year, according to the Nippon News Network. After February, Mio returned to Okinawa, where he was apprehended by police on Monday. Oh, man. Well, I'm really glad that they busted this guy because, fucking, I feel really bad for these old people. They're fucking... They save all this money and shit, you know? I mean, they retired, they retired, or fucking they sold land or whatever, but anyway, they get this cash and stuff. Some asshole calls them up and shit, does the ore ore scam, and then instantly they lose everything. Yeah. It, it's really fucking heartbreaking and stuff, and some of these well, stories are just horrible. I don't know. So, I think some of them have money, but, like, yeah, you, you, you don't pick on the weak person, basically. I don't, I don't, I don't like that. Yeah, it's it's really sad and stuff. Then, you know? Let's let's be honest. Let's be realistic. Japan does have an aging population. Some some of these people might have mental health issues like dementia because they're getting older. Like, oh yeah, oh, my grandson. I haven't heard you in a while. They might have Alzheimer's or something. Mm -hmm. You're really fucking picking on the weeks, the weak person. So like, how do you say if you're walking down the street and you if you're walking down the street one day and you're having a really bad day and you're pissed off and like. And if you see a cute little puppy on the street, and if it runs up to you and, you know, bites your shoelace and annoys you, you don't fucking kick it. Yeah, don't... don't yeah, don't don't pick on the, you know... The, don't the kick dogs, faders. Yeah, do, do, you, you don't pick on the weak person, right? Yeah, that's yeah, definitely you don't, you true. Don't, you, know, you don't pick on people like that. You know, pick on someone your own size is the same, so as the saying goes. You're saying yeah. if you're going to rob somebody, you should rob somebody that's, like, rich. That's not... No, that's young. I'm saying maybe don't do it at all. Yeah, don't do it at all. Yeah, but 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 like, how, how do you say the act of doing it? Like you know, picking on a weaker person for whatever reason makes it more despicable. Yeah, no, regardless, it's despicable. But yeah, that's no, no, it, it's it's not good. But there's levels of crimes, shittiness, <laughs> shall we say? <laughs> all right, yeah, this is definitely up there, and this guy got busted. Fukushima. All right, story number three: Fukushima waste disposal plant workers face charges for keeping ten million yen found in garbage. Wow, score. Yeah, they scored pretty big, right? Holy shit. So, well, I guess they got busted. So, two men working at the waste disposal plant in Tamura City, Fukushima Prefecture, face theft charges for keeping approximately 10 million yen, which they, which they and a third worker found mixed in with uh, collected garbage. Oh, shit. According to police, three workers who were sorting garbage at the waste disposable plant discovered the cash on February 22nd, local media reported. Two of the men took the money home with them. I mean, if there's money in the garbage, I say it's for a game. I, I'm going to have to agree with you 100%. Like, I know, I know Fukushima's kind of been fucked up and, like, you know, shit's been thrown out, but, like, especially in Fukushima, like, all this shit's going out. These guys are overworked and they're like, hey, money, 
I would say it's fair game. I would argue as well. As, I, don't, I don't care where the place is, but if it's like money in the garbage, if somebody puts something in the garbage, I say it's public public domain, you know? I would agree with you 100%, but like uh, Japanese law and culture doesn't see it that way. That's the thing. Okay. So on February 28th, one of the two men told the waste disposal plan officer uh, office that they had found only about 100,000 yen in cash in a plastic bag, uh, reported the matter to the police. Okay, well, all right. So basically, they found the money. They they ba- one of the guys told the boss. The boss called the cops, and these guys are busted. I guess like yeah, if money's in the garbage and shit, I say it's for a game. But here, I guess it's not. It's, it's not even America. Like what was that? They made a movie out of like in the eighties. Like some uh, some what was it? Like an armored car was 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 cruising around and it was cruising around some side street and just like just happened to drop out a bag of cash and people you know a guy found it. He didn't turn it in. He got busted for it. But it's like, dude, you left a fucking bag of cash. Wait, on this the... is a movie. Yeah, it was. It was based on a true story. But like, it was based on a true story. This happened in the eighties. But like, you know, armored car because of a glitch or whatever, the doors just popped open, and they left like a bag of money on the street. And some guy made off with it, and he tried to like he, go, he tried to go to the mafia to get it like how do you say that you know because the bills are registered he washed clean yeah washed or whatever you know laundered and all this and like you know big thing he wound up getting busted for it anyway, but it was like, dude, like whose fucking fault is that? Uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It, that, that's kind of touchy. All right, here you go. really, you th- you think so? Like you know, you're responsible for money, like. Okay, oh, okay, so, like, if I go out right now and I throw my wallet out, you know, out in the street and, like, it doesn't come back to me... Well, wallet's a little different. Yeah. But, but I mean, I mean, I don't know, dude. I mean, you, you're, you're a garbage collector, right? You're a garbage man. You find, like, a bag of fucking money and shit with no name on it and stuff. I say keep it. I, I would agree, man. I would agree. I think, it, I, again, I think it's, it's fair game. It's garbage. It's fucking fair game, man. Hmm. Mm. Okay, next story. Right. Saitama cops. Lawyer molested woman inside JR to Kehin Tohoku line. Ooh. Maybe he needs to call a lawyer. I <laughs> You might know a few. I like to defend myself, Your Honor. <laughs> That's kinda of sad because they don't when you're in the court proceedings, like you're not allowed like how do you say a lawyer doesn't represent you, you're you're only allowed to consult with them outside the court proceedings. It's kinda of sad this guy might actually get off. Or not. I doubt it. He's already busted. He's in the system. Okay. Uh, Saitama Prefectural Police have arrested a lawyer for allegedly molesting a woman inside a crowded train on early Saturday, reports TBS, meaning he was faded. At around 1 a.m. 1 a.m.? On Saturday morning? Maybe yeah. Was... 1 a.m. Saturday morning. Hmm. You, Tezuka, a 34-year-old... Judicial Scrivener. Is it Scrivener or Scrivener? I have no idea. I think it's Scrivener. Living in Kawaguchi City, allegedly followed the body of a woman aged in her 20s inside a car of a uh, JR, uh, JR Keihin Tohoku line between Akabane and Nishikawaguchi stations. Tezuka, who has been charged with indecent assault, said he was drunk at the time. He partially denied the charges. Oh, come on, man. Don't be a pussy. you got to go all in and you're all out. Telling the police he simply remained in close contact, according to Fuji TV News. Oh, uh, yeah, dude. Uh, this guy, this lawyer, definitely, as you said, needs a lawyer, dude. I mean, fucking, like, I'm... 
His job is Remained over. in close contact, meaning what, he was dry humping our leg? Well, I don't know. That's definitely last train. Last train is completely packed because mm. everybody's trying to go home, you know? And so probably, well, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he he's like saying like, listen, I was on the train and yes, I was touching her, but everybody's touching everybody on the train. That's probably his angle. Mm, maybe, yeah. Yeah, but still, man, it's, it's fishy, man. But yeah, I think these these crimes here are kind of hard to prove, you know? I mean, some of these trains have like like video cameras in them and stuff. Mm. I think they all should have video cameras. Yeah, but they do. But when yeah, but yeah, we're talking about last train, like so. It's when it's that fucking packed. Yeah, but I mean, the thing is, all right, Faders. It's you're just on, like fucking sea of bodies. Yeah. So Faders, when you're on the train and stuff, just you know, put your hands up, <laughs> like you're getting arrested. You can't fucking stress this enough when you're on one of those trains. Both hands up if you're a man. Yeah, just hold on to like the bars or some shit and stuff. I mean, that way there you'll never have any problems. And if if you're a woman, you put like one hand by your breast and one hand by your buttocks and just be ready for trouble just in case. I, I that's kind of weird, but no, I don't know what I'm saying. Like I, I have no idea. I I would have no idea how to react to these situations as a woman, but like I'm a large man, so. Yep, hands in the air, like you just yeah, don't care. Pretty much. Okay, next okay, story. When the, okay, when the train arrived at Nishi Kawaguchi Station, the woman seized the arm of the suspect and turned him over to uh, J, uh, the personnel of JR office. I don't know, she just grabbed the guy and just like, he molested me, so like, maybe she took some martial arts, I think. Or maybe, yeah. Because in a crowded train, that guy, like, even if he molested her, even if, you know, even, you know, if it was true, like, she... He probably could have squirmed away, but she just grabbed him and was like, nah, you fucking get it. Oh, good for her. All right, last story. Here we go. TBS executive accused of injuring woman with sex enhancement drug at hotel. This uh, is not going to end good. No, no. This is not going to end good for anybody hearing about this, anybody involved, especially anybody involved, or listening about it, or hearing about it. Yeah, this is definitely bad. This is gonna, this is gonna be so cancer wrong, but yes, go ahead. Here we go. Tokyo Metropolitan Police have arrested a male executive at the Tokyo Broadcasting System for allegedly pouring an illegal sex enhancement drug on the face of the woman earlier this month, reports TV Asahi. What the so fuck? He wait, he, so he bukkake'd her with the drug. Apparently so. He's like, yeah, bitch, you'll love this shit. Bitches love this and just fucking dump some, a strange liquid in her face. And In April, the employee of 51 uh, allegedly, allegedly, there we go, uh, poured uh, contents of a bottle of so-called dangerous drugs into the face of the woman aged in her 30s at a hotel in Chuo Ward. The woman who met the suspect via the internet suffered red swelling to her skin. God. On July, on June 8th, police seized a number of bottles of the poppers, quote-unquote, they were doing poppers. poppers. What is this, 1980? Drug rushed from the home of the office locker of the suspect. In committing the alleged crime, the suspect is claimed to have told the woman that using rush would provide a good feeling, quote-unquote. Uh, when she refused to sniff the contents of the bottle, he then allegedly poured it over her face. Oh, man, this guy's an asshole. It's pretty rough, right? Yeah. It's... You don't fucking do that. Yeah, I don't... Jesus. Uh, police expect to send the executive to prosecutors for allegedly inflicting injury and violating the Pharmaceutical and Medical Devices Act. The liquid drugs are considered illegal in Japan due to the presence of chemical compounds related to nitrous acid, thus the red burning, oh I guess. Oh, my God. The pos- 
how do you get sexual pleasure? I'm just wondering, how do you get sexual pleasure out of that? Out of poppers? I don't know. I don't know. I'm, I'm just asking. The position, uh, no, the possession and use of the drug became illegal two years ago. Holy shit, this shit was legal? Because Japan is like, uh, how do you say, like, Japan's not a drug culture because, like, how do you say, some of the drug laws are, yes, like, most people would agree with that, but, like, they're sometimes occasionally outdated because, you know, every, every once in a while something new kind of pops up and it it takes the court system, the legal system, a little bit of while to outlaw it. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely true. That's what happened with Spice. Yeah, know? so, so which, which, is, <laughs> which I'm guessing is probably what happened here. Uh, yeah, this is definitely what happened. And uh, the last line says, uh, the drugs are to be inhaled and produce a short-lived uh, nirvana sensation. Smells like teen spirit. Yeah, smells like teen spirit. <laughs> and it doesn't fuck you up. Remember the, remember the first time you ever saw a nirvana <laughs> concert? You see him live. Oh, man. Well, anyway, yeah, this guy is busted. Dude, that's pretty fucked up, dude. Maybe you, don't, maybe you just don't do that. I mean, you know, if you're doing something in the bedroom with a woman, and if she, you know, if she consents to have sex with you, great. Mm-hmm. Have sex with her. Mm-hmm. But, like, if she says no to certain things that are outside the norm, maybe you should respect those boundaries. Yeah, he's like, here, take these. She's like, I, I don't she's need like, them. Yeah, he's like, yeah, I don't need to sign up for that. Mm-hmm. So I'm guessing this is probably the last time they had any sexual activity together. Oh, this guy will be having a lot of sexual activity in the future with his hand in prison. Uh, maybe maybe he, with, with uh, some of the, how do you say, older guys, uh, he'll meet a bubba or two in prison and be like, hey, I heard you're a sex crime violationist. Like, oh, bend over, bitch. Well, I don't think that's really part of like the Japanese culture. No, I think it's, that's no, it's, it's, it's probably not. Faders, thank you very much for tuning into this episode of Got Fitted Japan. Thank you very much. Uh, definitely check us out next week for episode 350. Holy shit, it's going to be one epic show. We're very much looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, we'll definitely see you then. Peace. My own brother, a goddamn shit-sucking vampire. Will you wait till mom finds out, buddy? I've got a government job to abuse. Lonely wife to fuck. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. <laughs> Out of the pressure! I can't take it! I can't stand it! I can't stand it! Are you sure I should use this? We're going freaky! We came, we saw, we kicked his ass! Your move, creep. Man, I will never forgive your ass for this shit. This is some fucked up repugnant shit. Ah, fuck it, dude. Let's go bold.